Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. If I went home and I said, hey, to my wife, I said, hey, Winch, get me a drink. It, that would not go over well. Oh, no, no. That's a hey, man. That was not go. Clean. She she that, yeah, that was, yeah, that was, I can't believe he did that. He wanted to do that, Nick. <laughs> well, he I wanted to. He wanted Oh, no. Oh, man. And my wife just sent me a picture of our baby. <laughs> that sound right before that sound plate. She said, "This is what she sent to me, Max." Right, the oh, little, adorable. Yeah, he him sitting in his little plate chair. Uh, hey, uh, my wife's not a winch. It's a it's, it's the round table here on ESPN six eighty one zero five seven. I'm James Treble. Max Goppy with me. James Black oh. running the board back there for us. Four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line. Hey, tonight uh, 93.9 the Ville. Check out the Jeff Walls show parlor in J-Town. That will be at 7 p.m. tonight after the Cardinal Insider. So listen to Coach Walls and Nick Curran as they wax poetic about uh, South Carolina versus LSU last night on the women's side. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Haley Van Lith, she lost. Uh, hey, and, and as you heard, the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show tomorrow. Join Mike Gandolfo, Jason Ince, and Zach Cantrell around 9 p.m. for the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show on ESPN 680-1057. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife reminds you to enter the 2024 or elk draw on their website so there we go um do we have a caller james is someone waiting on hold who is that um yeah we have nino nino okay we got nino on the line hello nino welcome to the round table how are you oh man i'm honored and privileged to sit at the round table with such distinguished sports minds as yourself man oh really thank you that, that's very nice <laughs> nino appreciate that appreciate thank that you. what's on your mind today good sir Man, I had uh, one NFL question to present to you, gentlemen. Okay. Um, can any of you name me one NFL coach, and I'll be specific when I ask, one NFL coach who completely flamed and bombed out, was just a bad coach, got another opportunity, and did well. I'm referring to Raheem Morris with Atlanta, but let me be specific. Okay. Uh, not a losing record because Pete Carroll had a losing record his first go around bill belichick had a losing record his first go around but if you you know you can look at some people's teams and say hey these teams are scrappy they're going to be good eventually or this is a good head coach eventually they're going to be good just not right now i'm talking about like bad like josh mcdaniel's bad raheem morris bad Mm. can anybody name me one nfl coach who were who was bad and their first job got another opportunity and and balled out. And I'll uh, hang up and listen. Great show. All right, thank you, Nino. Appreciate the call there. Uh, that that's a that's a great question. Now I, I was gonna say 
was completely terrible and then came back and won at a high level. I can't in the NFL. In the NFL. I mean he he said not, you know, not Bill Belichick or um Man, that's a Pete tough Carroll. one. Pete Carroll, yeah, because Pete Carroll was bad. His first go around the NFL comes back, you know, because he's the actually he wasn't that bad at the Jets. His first round the Jets. I mean, he he was yeah. he played he played they they were pretty good. Um, I, I was I was thinking Tony Dungy, but Tony Dungy did well at Tampa Bay. He did. No, he 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 took him to the playoffs. He yeah. had I mean that's he had I mean he had Warren Sapp and Warwick Dunn and uh, uh, Derek Brooks and uh, John Lynch. Uh, 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 gosh, Rondé Barber. I mean that team was stacked. He got fired. Uh, but it wasn't like he was bad there. He's making the playoffs almost every single year. Uh, I, I can't. I can't really think of one. And, and look, we watch the NFL around here. I don't. Text line four three seven nine six eighty. If if you all could text in a coach that was just like absolutely terrible uh, in his first year in the NFL is able to get a, you know, to get it turned around with his next job. I, I really, I really can't think of one. And, and look, the NFL is really bad about rehiring dudes that stink. I mean, yes. Josh McDaniels having a, another a, another head coaching job uh, with the Raiders was is is inexcusable like that should never have happened like he should have never been a head coach again as bad as he was the first go around but no that's a good question about Nino I, I can't think of one and it is look it is surprising to me Max that that Bill Belichick is is going to go into this season and, and not be working I, I mean you're talking about one of the greatest coaches of all time uh basically get turned down by Atlanta for Raheem Morris who wasn't good in his previous stint either and you have Bill Belichick, who's won five Super Bowls, six Super Bowls, however many, no, five. He won five. Brady won six, the one with Tampa. Tampa. And, and from what I understand, Max, it was because he wanted too much control with Atlanta. Uh, like he, they, they, yeah. had, they, they had to like rework their entire front office and their administration because he wanted too much control and too much power. And he's 71 years old. So, I mean, let's, let's be real, real here. How many seasons does he really have left? And, you know, Atlanta's like, okay, we, we want a long-term investment, not to hand over our entire franchise uh to a guy that might be here three four five years at the max so that's kind of exactly. so that's it so no it's it's a good question about nino and i i, I really can't think of one off the top of my head but I, I, I continue to see head coaches they were bad their first go around uh be bad in their second go around I, I mean like ron rivera he was you know he was okay with the panthers uh then he gets the job at, at the with the commanders and they're they're not good they're terrible he didn't turn that around so no what we'll to what we'll to wait and see again with the text line has for us uh there so thanks nino uh, 437-9680 ups jobs text line uh if you want to get in on the show there matt zimmerman he'll join us at five o'clock and he can talk about arkansas basketball or basketball yeah kentucky uh goes there um so so max um lorenzo malden do you remember lorenzo malden why is that name so familiar he was a he was a linebacker at uofl sure Okay, sure, I remember. No, he was he was good. Of he, he, I did. he was he was a good play. He was a good player for for Uvell. Well, today there was a little bit of a of, of a kerfuffle uh, with Lorenzo Malden, and, and he said he tweeted this out at nine fifty three p.m. last night. Great the, time to tweet. Great, perfect time to tweet. Lorenzo Malden, Lorenzo Lozo Malden the fourth says this. Wanted to train during the off season at my alma mater. He's in the NFL, but they left me on red. 
all good, no love lost. My blood, sweat, and tears are on that field somewhere. Hashtag L1C4. <laughs> hmm. Right, right, raises your eyebrows, right? You're like, oh, okay. So, of course, like little Mark Blankenbaker retweeted, he help. We gotta get Lozo back. Somebody help Lorenzo Malden. Help him out. And so, a hero came. A hero came to his rescue. A hero came to his rescue. That hero's name, Vince Tyre. Former athletic director at U of L, old Vinny T, the Toad himself, as that was according to now a CEO, now CEO should five hundred company in like Canada or something, isn't it? I mean, like yeah, uh, yeah it's like Canada or something. But yeah, uh, D- Dino Gaudio did call him a Toad. I, I do remember that. But anyway, Vince Tyree swoops in and he's like, "Hey, can we help my guy out?" So Vince Tyree, he did all the work, and Lorenzo Malden. Tweets uh, five hours ago, crisis averted. Everyone, I take my training seriously, and I wouldn't want to train anywhere else other than with the program that helped me go pro at Louisville Football. Thanks, Louisville, for having my back. I'll always have yours. Shout out to Rocco Gasparro, your favorite QB assassin. So there you go. I, just, I, I like my blood. What? My, my blood was 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 pumping when I saw that. So what training? Like I guess just he he's in the NFL offseason. Just you know, his like I'm sure he has like workouts and regimented training that oh, he has okay, to do okay, in the okay, offseason. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's he, his NFL season's done. He I, wanted to go I, somewhere and work out. Gotcha. Okay, I thought he had he was already done in the NFL. No, no, he's he's oh, a okay. current player. Yeah, he's a okay. current player in the this NFL. This makes a lot more sense. There then. you go. Yeah. So he that, wanted he wanted to come trade to UVA. I wouldn't answer him back. Team, I'm 100 team Lorenzo on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you should be able to go back to your yes. alma mater and train. You want to, if you're an NFL player, don't you want those guys if on UK, campus? If UK was willing to take me back from my fat camp, Louisville <laughs> should take Lorenzo back so he could train to keep being an NFL player. <laughs> exactly. And I, th- I just thought it was fun. I'm like, of course I had some fun with this on Twitter. People got mad at me. I was like, you know, the uh, Josh Hurd and, the, and, and the, the portal king, Jeff Braun, were asleep at the wheel. Thank goodness Vince Tyreg was able to swoop in and save the day and get Lozo back. Guy. He's not one of Braun's guys. Exactly. Exactly. He's like, yeah, I'm, I, you're not one of my guys. I don't give a damn about you. I don't care. I'm I'm the portal king. I'm not worried about you. You're a Satterfield guy. I don't need you around here. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Little fans, I'm kidding. Uh, but no, that that was funny. And Blankenbaker, what did he say? I, it, it, it tickled me, Max. I was I was so happy when I saw Blankenbaker tweeting about Lorenzo Malden. It just it it, it, it brightened my day. I was already having a good day anyway. <laughs> but this 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 made me smile because it's warm outside again, Max, and it makes me very hey, U of L sheriff. There, and I don't I don't know if I'll be able to find the tweet because he tweets so damn much. He's he, like it's like for instance, he he tweeted a video of of Nick Saban boogie boarding, which which is great. Did you see this? <laughs> There's a video of Nick Saban boogie boarding. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Look at him. The, I, dude, I, the dude warms up with his team in practice. Every yeah, day. I love it. I mean, he's getting he's getting smashed by these waves. But okay, let me let me find it here. It is um da, 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 da. there oh, again he tweets so much it's so like he tweets more than i do and that's a lot right there's still there it is we got to get lozo back in the facility there was this battle cry so so there we go yeah great radio as i look down i'm still stunned at, at him boogie boarding at nick Saban boogie boarding that's great good for him you know what that's what i'd be doing if i was retired bleep it i'm gonna go boogie boarding when's the last time you've been boogie boarding i've never been boogie boarding you've never been boogie boarding what no why 
Because it's stupid. It's not stupid. It's fun. It, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's a blast. I love the it. It doesn't look like fun. Oh, it's great. You get the. You There's can, so much. So many other fun things to do at the beach. Boogie boarding is like a bottom five percent. Really? Now I agree. There's other fun things to do at the beach. Uh, you know, like drink beer, listen to to old rock music. That's yeah. that's fun for me. That's, reading a book. Reading a book. That is fun. You can I play enjoy that. Ball on the beach or pay play the like the like uh, beach tennis yeah well. sand volleyball sand volleyball i'd rather see i'd rather boogie play board foot, than play football football's fun at the beach i'd yep. rather see i'd rather boogie board wiffle than ball than wiffle than wiffle ball I'd, i like football's fun i'd rather boogie board than volleyball pickleball or uh badminton like beach badminton with the birdie i'd rather do i'd rather boogie board than that i've been surfing can you believe that i can Really? I if you if if you've gone boogie boarding then yes. If you if you trusted a boogie board, I yes. would assume you would trust a surfer. Surfing's the most difficult physical workout I've ever done in my life. It 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 is a full body workout. So my wife and I when we went on our honeymoon, we went we went surf we got surf lessons for one of our excursions. And so, you know, I, I you know, you, you see it on TV and you're like, "Oh, that's easy. Like you just get up on the board and you stand there." I was like, what, "What's so hard about that?" So we go out there and we're in Maui and you know it's it's like you're fighting the water like you have to fight the water get on the on the surfboard get your bearings balance yourself stay on the surfboard and then ride the wave so my wife is immediately good at it she she gets up on the on the surfboard the first time then she starts doing tricks on the surfboard she starts turning around putting her hands behind her back doing like a one-legged start like she's she's just good at everything Max, I kept fall. I kept falling off the surfboard again and again and again. I couldn't even stand up on it. So the, the, it was our our time was up, and our surf instructor was like, he's like your stereotypical surfer dude, and he's like, bruh, he's like, man, he's like, I've never had a surf lesson where I didn't get somebody on the board and ride a wave, man. Like I've got this is our last chance. I'm gonna get you on this board, bro. And I was like, man, I was like, if you could do it, I was like, I'll give you a great tip. And I was like, I'll I'll tip you very nicely if you're able to get me up on the surfboard he's like it's all you had to say brother and then so he i got up on the surfboard now it wasn't for very long but damn it i surfed i surfed max and so at the end we go up there i, I did i tipped him really good i said hey one more thing i was like my wife and i were both hungry we're thirsty we're exhausted where do we go where can we go to enjoy some beverages and something to eat? he's like man there's a burger joint up there called it's called cool cats bro go to cool cats and we, so we went it was great food it was great food it was, it was a great time but i highly recommend surfing for anyone that's never done it before surfing is so, great i just got fact checked by my mother she said, oh, good. Said uh, you boogie boarded when you were little, so she's kind of proven my point already. So <laughs> it's something I did when I was five, and so I was probably like sixty pounds and maybe three, four foot tall. Right. When I was like four or five, when I did this, I'm now six four, about two hundred fifty pounds. Right. I've got a torn labrum in one shoulder. I've got two real bad knees and a real bad ankle. <laughs> And probably have CTE. Not well, confirmed. Not confirmed. Not confirmed, but they did a brain study of 120 student at, former student athletes. 119 had CTE. Yeah. The stats are not in my favor. They are not in your favor. Boogie boarding seems like a very high cost, very low award thing. I go, I was like, great job. 
I yeah. went 10 feet That's <laughs> all feet I went the in the water. But you feel so accomplished at the end of it. You're like, I did that. Like, I surfed. I, I'm, I'm like Kelly Slater. I'm a surfer like, from uh, Saved by the Bell. Wasn't he a surfer? I think he's a surfer, right? Uh, I think he was a surfer. The Saved by the Bell guy, Mario Lopez. I mean, I, I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm Mark on. Voorhees was my favorite, so I don't know. Who? Her real name is Lark Voorhees. Lark Voorhees? Who's he? She. She. Who's that? <laughs> she was the black girl on there. You oh, say it. yeah. <laughs> See, I was a, I was a big oh, Kelly Kapowski scribble. guy. I was, I was, I was letting go. I, was like, <laughs> I, I thought she was related to Jason Voorhees. Yeah, for Friday the 13th. The, the serial killer. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 wore the hockey mask. Yeah. I he Camp only wore Crystal the Lake. hockey mask. Funny enough, he only wore the hockey mask in the third movie. Right, yeah. And Jason Voorhees wasn't even in the first movie. He wasn't. It was just his mother. His mother was the one killing everybody. Yeah. The yeah. second one, he had a, like a bag on his head. Yeah, like, a pota- like, like a potato, potato bag. Yeah, a potato sack. He had an eye hole poked in it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Those are terrible movies. They were awful, weren't they? Most horror movies are. Yeah, they really are. But the 80s was a unique time where you had awful horror movies, but they were like big budget. Like those were like big budget, like they had big like world premieres, like that Friday Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play, Poltergeist. You had all these like sequel franchises for horror movies. You don't really see them. I mean, you have like the Conjuring, Alien and Pre- Predator, yeah, Predator, Alien. You had, uh, but now you have like the Conjuring. I guess they still do have. They had the Conjuring, the Nun franchise. Like that's a whole universe in itself. Like the Conjuring universe, oh, the multi, the multiverse, of the, the multiverse, the cinematic of, universe, yeah, of the cin- Conjuring. And- yeah. How come you? How come you wasn't a Lark Voorhees guy though? I'm curious. <laughs> she was really she was the smart one. She's the brainiac. She she was very she was attractive. Assumptions. But she was the she was the brainiac of the of the group. <laughs> she she was one of the people in the group. Now now you Scree- remember that's who Screech. Had she, yeah, he loves Screech was that's you say Screech was in love with with her. Yes, Screech was in love with her. Yes, I, I do remember that. I don't know why I didn't. Re- I don't remember. I don't remember the other girl's name either. Whoever the showgirls girl played, yes, what was Jessica her name? Spano. She got. She became like a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> She's in Showgirls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her name was Gaspano. Well, I, I, I don't know if that's her actor name, Jesse Spano, or if that's her real name. I don't know. Jesse, I think Jesse Spano was her actor name. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I think it was it. But she, yeah, she was. She was in. Yeah, I, I I remember that was one of those things where like you're watching Saved by the Bell, and you're like, oh, this is a good wholesome family show, and then you see like the 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 trailer for Showgirls, you're like, huh? Like, what the hell's going on? What is that? It'd be like if you're you know you're watching like I don't know, uh, Silver Spoons and R- Ricky Schroeder. Right. <laughs> and they also had the story on Saved by the Bell. It didn't work out well for most of them. <laughs> it, no, it didn't. I don't think it did. What's Mark Paul Gossler up to now? What's 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 his name? Zach. Was it Zach? Yeah, Zach. What's what's Zach up to now? What, what's the big deal with Saved by the Bell? I didn't really like it either. I'm with you. Like yeah. people obsess over it. Like my wife, if it's on, she's like Saved by the Bell, yeah, and she's watching it. And I'm like, what do we like this? It was cheesy, right? It, it well, it, it was cheesy, stupid. It was it was just stupid. Yeah, that principal was it, a, a dope, Mister yeah. Belding. Here, major he could have run a school. Major hot take. Basically, same level of friends. Friends, oh yeah, Friends fr- sucks. Friends is trash. Yeah, Friends is not funny. The 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 greatest sitcom of the early '90s was Frasier. Frasier's great, not, and it's not even close. Uh, Seinfeld. Well, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, Seinfeld and the, Frasier are the, the gold standard. Or, well, apples and they're oranges. very different shows. Yeah, a hundred percent. Frasier's very good though. Frasier is very it's it's smart comedy. Seinfeld, it's just perfect comedic uh, comedic timing yeah the timing in seinfeld is, is absolutely impeccable and but no i i'm with you friends i mean friends the punchline is how you doing <laughs> laugh track <laughs> they actually stole a bit from the remember mr bean 
Yes. Okay, so it was Rowan Atkinson played Mr. Bean. He didn't talk. He just bumbled around London and did goofy stuff, right? It was it was when I was like like eleven years old, it was hilarious. Well, Mr. Bean had a Uh-oh. Oh, we got a collar. Oh! Little Van Halen for a collar. Who is this? Hello. Is this Screech? Do you I just I have a question. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's Justice Sofro. Hello. James asked you why why Lark wasn't your thing. Why why was Lark Voorhees not your girl? She was my thing. I just didn't know her name. No, 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 sir. You said you said it was because she was the smart one. No, I was just saying. No, no, no. I was just saying that that was her. That was her trademark. She was she was like rich and popular. Isn't that what her thing was? That she just had like a lot of money and stuff. I didn't think she was the smart. No, she was smart. She was like academically. No, no, she was she was active. James is not his head. Are you, are you just saying like is it demographically? No, it has nothing to do with that. It, no, it's, no, she was the, like she was like the brains of the group. I don't know if I believe that. I'm trying it's to, true. It's she, true. She's backing up on this. Was she the smart one or was she like rich and popular? It's both. All three. All right, get him out of here. Get him. Get him out of here. Get him, get him, get Sofro out of here. Get him. Get him out of here. I That's questioning my, my my Saved by the Bell takes. Get him out of here. He was born after Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, he was born after Saved I by the Bell. I can see the text coming in. This is a sports show. Dang it. Yeah. Well, here we are talking about Saved by the Bell, Frazier, and Seinfeld. That's and Seinfeld. It's, it's it got off the rails. Last last point, and then we'll take a break. We'll get back to sports. Because I because I, I was making it. So okay. So in Mr. Bean, there was an episode where he got a turkey stuck on his head, and there was like the <laughs> Entire bit was Mr. Bean's got a turkey on his head. And again, I'm 11 years old. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I watch it. Friends did an episode where one of them got a turkey stuck on their head at Thanksgiving. Like, you know, like if you're cooking a turkey and they had the opening and you got a turkey. That was the entire bit. And I remember watching, like, they stole that from Mr. Bean. Like, that's how depraved and sucky this show is. They're ripping off bits from Mr. Bean. That show was not funny. It was not funny at all. I didn't know you felt this. I hate Friends. Ross is the single worst character ever in the history of television. The worst. Ah. No, he's the worst. He's a deadbeat dad. He never sees his kid. Okay, then he then he has another kid, and then he goes and tries to marry another girl. Then he marries, a, he tries to marry another girl, and he, he, he confuses him with her with Rachel. But he's an aw, he's an awful person. He's a terrible person, and he's the least charming individual. Like the way he was able to like date all these beautiful women, like that's not realistic. That dude's a bum. He's an, he's he's not smart. He's not funny. He's not charming. He's a deadbeat dad. Ross sucks. Wow. All right, all right, okay. I hate Ross. I like every time I see David Schwimmer on TV, like I, I like my blood boils. He's really good in Band of Brothers. He's great in Band of Brothers because he played a jerk. <laughs> like he played it perfectly. He was their their drill instructor and he always made him run hurly he hurly he they had to go up the hill and they all hated him. Yeah. And then Dick Winters was able to like he he, he jumped him in he jumped him in in, uh, in hierarchy. He became a captain and then he yeah. like had to boss him around. It was the best part of the movie when he went to David Swimmer was like, You do this for me. And he looked at Jack and he's like, I used to boss you around. Yo, no, the Beta Brothers is the greatest miniseries of all time. <laughs> what happened? Well, you know, we just, I didn't know. We just got I off on another tangent. I mean, you know? I, I think you let friends live in your head. Like, it's just a stupid show. But, like, you, 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 there was a look in your eye yeah. of just extreme, just animo- detest. That's the word. Yeah. Detest. I, I detest it. I detest Ross. Do you rage watch friends? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I'll rage watch it. Yeah, I'll, I will. Like my wife loves it, and so she'll watch it. 
And she's like, I know you don't like this. You don't have to sit here. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'll sit here and I'll watch this show. If this is what you want to watch, honey, we can watch this. I'm getting fact-checked again. Oh, what did you so, do now? I, well, my, my mother said, remember, Frazier had an episode where Niles had a cockatoo stuck on his head. <laughs> that it just stayed on top of its head. <laughs> and did they, he rip it off for Mr. Bean, too? Well, no, because then they, like, covered it up. Like, he had to do, like, the whole, like, they had, like, a, like, a elites gathering at his apartment oh and so gotcha they i i can't remember the episode that well but i think they put like a rag or something on top of his head something to, to hide the cockatoo as well that's funny though <laughs> that is the, see that's funny because that that does that's that's more original they did something they had a bird but it was it was different and they did it was is a different joke i'm fine with that i'm fine with fraser i'm fine with kelsey Grammer and fraser it was funny they didn't they reboot it i didn't watch the reboot yeah i just don't watch it no i'm not don't going to it. yeah I, it, 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 Head cannon Frazier, Frazier left to go meet with that uh, that woman in the series finale. Like that's and that was that's, it. That's my head cannon. Now, curb curb your enthusiasm. Did the thing with Seinfeld that was perfect because he brought back well, like, it. but yeah, because it, it was it was Larry David. It was it was done in the curb your enthusiasm way where it wasn't like a real Seinfeld reunion. It was great. Of course, yeah. it was great. All right, let's take a break. On the other end, uh, we'll discuss some more basketball. We got to talk Kentucky basketball. Uh, they have a big game tomorrow. Uh, before we get out of here and do that, those Sonatrol of Louisville, locally and family owned and operated for over 35 years. Uh, they're the number one rated security company in Kentucky with over 355 star reviews on Google. Check them out online, sonatrolky.com, or call them 502-966-8999 for your company's security needs. They can come out and hook your business or your home up with whatever you want, and then later down the line, they can service your system down the road. Their technicians are friendly, knowledgeable, and helpful. They have the best technology. They have the best help that you can buy. Sonatrol doesn't do just security. They do cameras, badge access, and fire monitoring. You do it all from your phone, sonatrolky.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Welcome back to the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Striebel. Ah, oh, Van Halen always hits best on a Friday. Ain't talking about love. Yeah, let's go. 93.9, flagship station for the Cards, and they're back in action Saturday at 12 p.m. as they host Virginia. Join Jeff Lightsey at 9 a.m. for the Victory Formation Sports Show pregame coverage. Uh, James Black will be on that as well. Then the Alex White Network coverage begins at 10.30 a.m., and after the broadcast, tune in the Coors Light postgame show with our good friend Taylor Lynch. So there we go. 437-9680-UPS-JOBS text line. Now, now Max, uh, Kentucky plays tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about mm-hmm. the Cats uh, right now. 
They play tomorrow uh, at, I believe, 6 p.m. is the tip-off for that one, 6 p.m. Uh, now, we're going to try a little something. Now, on the, the Louisville side of things, they've done the live, like, kind of live watching shows, right, where it's like Phil Baker, uh, Justin Sofro, uh, Andrew Bosch. They've had uh, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen uh, Van Treese, I believe, has been on there uh, before. Lawrence made an appearance once. Uh, Caller Lawrence, Loyal Lawrence, Ethan Moore. I think we're going to try to do that. Yeah, 6 p.m. there. They're at Arkansas. I think we're going to try and do that tomorrow, Max. I know I'm going to be on there. A little Anna Tarullo, uh Justin Sofro, because he's got to run the entire thing. Now, is that something that you will be able to do tomorrow, or do you have plans? Well, thank you for texting me and asking me. Oh, I thought morning. you were in the text thread. Uh, maybe. Maybe. A, oh, follow, a follow-up would have been nice. Sorry. I apologize. Just put me, I thought just you were, put me on the spot. I did put you on, on everyone. So, you're going <laughs> to be there right yes yes uh here we go max uh, there's i have so many max justin anna that's the, are you really that's justin jeffries in front of whoops i thought it meant <laughs> so i'm left off i mean no. <laughs> oh man i do like everything today i do it just turns to crap i can't do anything right today no, i see going. how it is <laughs> i'm not going it's good <laughs> <laughs> you know jay you can join of course you can always join Strebel. we'd love to have you strebo you're my boss so tell me if you want me to be there or not I would like you to be there. Then tell me to be there. Be there. Okay. I do you have Do you have plans? I can I can stay on for a little bit. Okay, because I didn't want you to like like I I, I I know how it is being a dad and a husband, and sometimes plans are made for you in advance. I get that. That happens to me a lot, and that, that, that's fine. I, I've made peace with it. <laughs> that's a Texas fault. <laughs> Dude, I am a sucker for a good fart joke. Well, you had that sound then? Yeah, I do. Okay, so we we got to play this. So Kentucky plays Arkansas. We're going to do a live show tomorrow on ESPN uh, Louisville Plus. Uh, so check that out. We'll tweet it out. So Kentucky plays Arkansas. And the reason James played that sound, not only because it's funny, so there's an Arkansas radio man, Max, back when Malik Monk, when he – his name's Mike Irwin, this radio man. He's an Arkansas Razorbacks fan and radio host. When Malik Monk committed to Kentucky, he was an Arkansas kid. And of course, that's when, um, oh gosh, uh, who was the coach there at the time? It was uh, Mike Anderson. Mike Anderson was the coach at the time. And he really wanted Malik Monk to play there. And, and he was in, you know, in Malik Monk's top choices. He's a five-star recruit. Everybody knew he was going to be in the NBA. He was a baller. Chooses Kentucky. Well, as you would, as you would guess state of arkansas wasn't very happy about this so mike r Irwin he went on an epic rant on his radio show about Blake monk and him choosing to play for kentucky and john calipari and not mike anderson and the razor razorbacks go ahead james from day one he could have stood up and said guess what people i've enjoyed growing up in this state but i'm not going to college here so don't do me any favors i'm just going to play basketball here for the next two years but i'm letting you know right now I'm not coming. I, I will go out of state. And if you do that, you got no problems. But when you sit here and benefit and benefit and benefit, and then you go, <laughs> I'm going to go play for this guy over here that's running a pro team on a college level. <laughs> There is more to it, but that's a benefit and benefit and benefit. Just an epic, epic that is, sound. That's sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I, petty I, I, rem- as hell. I remember this now. But oh, like, do you? Okay. At the end of the day, it's like, bro. like <laughs> Settle down, Dude, man. You, <laughs> you let an 18-year-old. 
girl. You let. <laughs> Your son would really like that, wouldn't he? Would Judd, would Judd like that? Oh, dude, he, he, he's a sucker for a good fart show. Yeah, I mean, he would be cracking up right now. But yeah, it is, it is sad. He's 18, 17, 18 years old when he made that decision. And, and it causes you to have that kind of reaction in your life. That visceral. I mean, it's just sad. Just yeah, a sad little is, man. It is, he is a sad little man. It was, of course, Bleak Monk goes to Kentucky. They ball out. <laughs> they beat Arkansas. <laughs> and then they they go. To, they were one shot away from going to the Final Four. Uh, again, in large part because of him. And uh, goes to the NBA. And now he's a, a star with the Sacramento Kings. So while he's still doing uh, what I'm doing, <laughs> local sports talk radio, Malik Monk's in the NBA making millions of dollars uh, playing with his good friend De'Aaron Fox. So in the end, Malik Monk wins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just that you care where a kid is going to school, you have already lost. That you've well, invested yeah. that much. There's a difference. There's a difference being like, "Hey, I really hope this kid comes to uh, comes to Kentucky." It's like, "Oh, he didn't." Yeah. Oh well. Well, to be honest, I, I've had reactions like that in the past. I, and, 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 in the past, in the past, and I would have said, I would have said the same thing about you then. <laughs> no, like, I did. Dude. Yeah, no, it's it's it's. Look, it's fair. I mean, you know, you know the famous sound, James, of when I found out Paolo Bancaro going. Yeah, went, it's one of my favorites. Going to Duke, I, I lost my mind on the radio. I didn't like attack the kid the way uh, Mike Irwin did, but I, I was very distraught. It was funny about Juzang too when he transferred. Oh yeah, when Johnny Juzang transferred. <laughs> <laughs> that was, God, I was mad too. I th- I feel like I've grown up a little bit in the least, not in every aspect of my radio career, but I I think at least when it comes to recruiting, I don't get as animated as I used to. I, I I've chilled, now I've never really gotten mad at like a Kentucky kid. Like when Damian Harris went to Alabama, I was like, yeah, okay, good for him. I'm like, yeah. I like or with Jedrick with Jedrick Wills went to Alabama. I was like, yeah, I get it. All right, go. Ahead. Which one is this, James? Is, all right, let's play Juzang. Let's Go ahead. drop this haymaker. Are you ready for this, Mitch? Uh-oh. He's going to be upset. It's going to ruin his sound bracket. He was laughing. He was having a good time. Breaking news, Johnny Juzang transferring from Kentucky. What? Are you serious? Why? Oh, my gosh. What in the world? Why? What is the point? What was the point of that season then? Okay, that wasn't terrible. That, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That, that wasn't, wasn't bad. bad. The Palaban Carroll one is 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 bad. That that wasn't as bad. I think I probably said a little more. Just got cut off. But I think my major point was like he was supposed to be you know like a great player uh, down the road. Oh yeah, there's the text right now. Rig, you had that uh, about Palaban Carroll, Juzang, Zion, and the fake DJ transfer story. LOL. I went that. That bad. The Palo one, I was. Uh, texture also said, same texture rig. Your wife drives you around town. You can't start the, I know what it's like to have my wife making plans for you, LMAO. She does. She makes plans for us. It's fine. Okay, here, here's here's the Palo Bancaro sound. Go ahead, James. Palo Bancaro has committed to Duke. You're kidding me. Duke? Duke? He committed to Duke? Duke, they did it again. They did it again. <laughs> Coach K swooped in again. He's talking about tennis. It's Zion Williamson 2.0. Zion Williamson 2.0. Nobody's talking about where's the money? Where's the money, Coach K? What's going on? You did it again. Got what's it say? Shire dropping the bags again. From one brotherhood to another. Oh my God! Look at that. That's barf worthy. Absolutely barf. <laughs> 
worthy. That's disgusting. That makes me want to freaking vomit. Cal, shave the damn beard and go recruit some damn players. Okay, go to Duke. Go to Duke, Paolo. I don't want to. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. He's melted. How do we go to Bozich? How do we go to Bozich? The day started. Do your job, Joey Calipari. (laughs) So, yeah. See, at least. (laughs) Benefit, benefit. At least the anger was directed towards Calipari. Exactly. Not the kid. Exactly. Yeah. Calipari. Yeah. Yell at Calipari for not recruiting hard enough. Yes. Don't, Don't tell a kid. It's like, how dare you. Ruin my life because you picked a different <laughs> right. school than I like. And it's like, he goes, but, or not in this situation, but it's like, but they already committed to us. It's like, dude, the kid will commit to go to Taco Bell like at six and then change plans to go to the movies and Sonic afterwards. It's yeah, like, exactly. You're at, what, you're asking a teenager to like solidify and put in stone plans? Right. Are you joking? We were all that age at one point. So, you know, we know, we know how they, they fly by the seat of their pants. They're, 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 they, they live a whimsical life. But yeah, so that we had to play that sound because we do every year that the Kentucky and Arkansas play basketball. It's, it's a gym. We love it. We love Mike Irwin going into the microphone. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, none better. But I mean, it's a, it's a big game. We'll talk more about this uh, next segment. Oh. With- Why'd you say Carly Jones? Because he's a bum. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to Matt Zimmerman uh, at 5 o'clock about the Arkansas-Kentucky game. And look, I I, I saw it last night. Arizona, you know, they lose to a bad Oregon State team. I mean, it's just it, college basketball is absolutely insane. As you know, as bad as that Kentucky loss was um, at South Carolina, it was a bad loss. I mean, South Carolina might be a good team, but losing by seventeen is is not what you want to see. Uh, last night, uh, Jordan Pope hit a three pointer at the buzzer to give Oregon State an eighty three eighty victory over number nine ranked Arizona, and uh, the, the you know. The Beavers fans obviously stormed the uh, court to celebrate. But, I mean, Oregon State's like in the sub-100s uh, rankings in the net. I mean, they're they're one of the worst teams in the country. Uh, they were on a five-game losing streak. And now Arizona is 1-3 in, in, in conference games on the road. And there was a, uh, a, a tweet or a stat out here. Max and James, if I if I can find it here uh, about that, about you know road road games, uh, and and gosh, and now of course I can't find it. But anyway, basically where basically every team in the top like fifteen or twenty or whatever has a, a close margin on the road. Kansas and Kentucky are both two and two in conf- two and two in conference road games. Uh, so it's it's college basketball is proving to be absolutely bonkers this season and Kentucky's going to enter a situation on Saturday backs where coming off a bad loss like that Arkansas is also going to be a desperate team they're 10 and 9 on the season they they I mean, they but they're not I say they're not terrible. I mean, they, they beat Duke earlier in the year, but they've been absolutely horrific in the SEC. But they're going to go with the, uh, against a team that's desperate for a marquee win. Uh, Bud Walton Arena is always a great place for college bas- basketball for atmosphere. It's going to be ESPN College Basketball Game Day. I mean, Kentucky's walking into a buzzsaw tomorrow. Uh, they should win the game, but with what we saw you know, Tuesday night in South Carolina, I, I'm a little worried on this one. I mean... I would be. Yeah. Because 
Because apparently the whole, like, you know, they didn't play defense very well against Georgia. They didn't play defense at all in the second half against Georgia. <laughs> uh, apparently that came back and bite them against South Carolina. Yeah. And I think you're seeing as well that South Carolina took notes from the A&M game. To yeah, where you're right. It was, it was just kind of just bully ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying that this team is not tough, but I, I I don't know how strong this team is. Physically strong. Physically strong. Yeah. This team is, and once you put something, put something on film, it's there. Yeah. And that eye in the sky does not lie. Yeah. And every single team at that point is going to start is going to start um, uh, capitalizing on that. And copying it, yeah. And expect Arkansas to play very physical. Mm-hmm. Probably man up and probably press Kentucky to make them uncomfortable. It'll already be a hostile environment. Arkansas is a little bit older team. Mm-hmm. Pressing Kentucky, being real physical with them. This, this is a game that you need to see the young guys. You need to see the young players for Kentucky grow up in this game because yeah. this is what this is what because you can't allow South Carolina to beat you twice. And this is a game that lines up perfectly to where they possibly South Carolina could beat you twice. Yeah, and then you then you really fall behind the eight ball in the SEC again. It's early; there's still plenty of games left. But I mean, you talk about the young guys uh, stepping up. Kyle Tucker from the Athletic; he has his uh, college basketball all freshman team, uh, and and obviously. He has Reed Shepard uh, for Kentucky at the top of the list. He's got Reed Shepard. Uh, he's got uh, Jacoby Walter for Baylor. He has uh, Rob Dillingham for Kentucky. So that's two Kentucky guys. Uh, Jade McCain, or sorry, Jared McCain from Duke. Um, and you know, but but again, he's got two Kentucky guys there uh, with with the rest of the team, and and then they're highlighting. So when you talk about guys stepping up, because Reed Shepard was bad against South Carolina, he didn't score a point. Right. I mean, he he didn't score a point out there. Uh, DJ Wagner had a bad game. He only had four points. Dillingham had sixteen points, but defensively he went MIA. Uh, Bradshaw didn't score. He got eight rebounds. So you, you know, you're you're so they're so reliant on them. And while Trey Mitchell and Antonio Reeves are good leaders and they try hard and they you know they set good examples they need those guys to perform because as good as Reeves are as good as Mitchell and Reeves and Mitchell are those freshmen are more talented yes I'm not saying they're better basketball players at this level right now but they're more talented than Reeves they're more talented than Mitchell if Mitchell and Reeves were as talented as they were they'd be in the NBA NBA already exactly they wouldn't be fifth year seniors no you're absolutely right I mean there is there is a huge difference between just the overall ball player and just a really talented player. Mm-hmm. There, there is a huge yes. difference because you, you get the likes of Trey Mitchell that's able to capitalize and really utilize um, the talent that he has with his basketball knowledge, with just experience, yeah, meaningful, meaningful time. Also playing in a different uh, different conference as well, mm-hmm. and kind of bringing that perspective to it. So it's going to be very intriguing to see how. I think one, this is a huge leadership thing for him as well to be able to. Sure. Where you have such a bad loss like South Carolina, I mean. 17 points, dude. It's a bad loss of butt kicking. Yeah. Straight up butt kicking. That's like Louisville getting beat. Yeah. That's bad. 
Uh, and South Carolina owns Kentucky right now, which makes me sick. In football and basketball. Exactly. exactly. Football, because Kentucky lost to him in basketball two years in a row. Football lost to him two years in a row as well. It, it, makes, it, makes, it makes you sick. It makes you sick to your stomach. You never want to see that, that ugly garnet and black attack. Ugh, just and, terrible colors. Yeah, and sandstorm. Sandstorm and, and the gamecock. And, bird yeah, and, and You do that one more time. I didn't hear it. Okay, Mark Blankenbaker was actually crowing in the uh, in, in the hallway the other day on Wednesday. He was doing that, like at the top of his lungs. I'm shocked that he knows what a rooster sounds like. <laughs> you know, he's so bougie. Yeah, he's never. He's, has he ever been around a farm animal? I don't know. I, so was he going around and going cockadoodle doo? <laughs> yeah, he was. So he so he met Anna for the first time. So she was sitting here, and I came in, and I was like. Two of my worlds are colliding. My BBN friend Anna and my L1C4 friend Blankenbaker are meeting face to face. And, you know, he stays around because he wanted to hear the open of, of you know, Kentucky yeah, losing. He shadow produced that, so. He did. Uh, he was standing at the computer, like, intently watching. And on his way out the door, he goes, <laughs> He did that on his way out the door. And I was like, You son of a. It made me mad. But yeah, I mean, Blankenbaker, I don't know if he's ever been around, like, like Jay said, at the dinner table, he's been around farm animals. But I don't know if he's ever been around, like, a pig save the jokes a pig or a cow or a donkey or a, a rooster or chickens like I, i'd like to see blanket baker to petting zoo that that would be great espn louisville plus material for sofro it absolutely would take blanket baker to the petting he zoo he went to that restaurant and had a very expensive was it duck it was duck okay yeah that's what it was <laughs> yeah, that what, what, did, what, I, what i say basically mark blank blanket baker and i are the exact same we just get our food from different sources <laughs> yes yeah you eat stuff like that too only like you're just like when, freshly when, yeah when, <laughs> when when mark when mark goes i have rabbits and i have duck, this rabbit that's right had, it was rabbit. rabbit yeah it was rabbit it's highbrow <laughs> but yet i say i ate a rabbit and everyone just starts uh, starts uh looking down at you uh, hillbilly down at me. exactly yeah you eat you've had a squirrel to eat you eat the squirrel like, it's kind of like rabbits in in the forest no those are like good rabbits but like rabbits in the city you know they're they're bad they might be eating potato wedges in the alley or <laughs> exactly you, know. you don't know <laughs> <laughs> out of a trash can you know you can't eat those rabbits you can't eat those city rabbits <laughs> eating garbage garbage eating rabbits <laughs> Yeah, I think Mike Baker he didn't have rabbit, he had a hair. <laughs> he had that high end hair. H A R E. Yes, Mark Blankenbaker <laughs> ate hair at a high end restaurant. Like tortoise in the hair. All right. Let's take, let's take a break so we get Matt Zimmerman in here. Uh, it's going to get cold again next week. It's going to snow, in fact, I think on Wednesday. I think it's supposed to snow on Wednesday. Uh, so go ahead if you're having any troubles with your heating system right now. Use who I've used here at ESP and Louisville. That's BJ Heating and Cooling, local factory authorized Bryant dealer. They teamed up with Bryant Douglas Equipment, and they'll do whatever it takes to make those rooms enjoyable again. Those Bryant mini splits are quiet, efficient, and avoid the installation of bulky ductwork. Give BJ Heating and Cool uh, Cooling a call today and schedule for your free estimate. A zero percent financing for three years with approved credit. BJ Heating and Cooling are locally and family owned, celebrating forty years of servicing Kentuckyana. I mean, you know, here in Louisville, Sellersburg, Indiana, New. Albany, Indiana, Jeffersonville, Clarksville, you know the deal. Call the experts that you can trust. They're local, they're friendly, they're affordable. BJ Heating and Cooling, bjheatcool.com.